hello there. This is Simon Taylor, Associate Director at Rude Pedersen Public Affairs in Brussels. I'm talking to Hendrik Hagerman, who's the managing partner of our Berlin office, the first of our podcasts in the From uh, Brussels to Berlin series. Uh, and we're going to talk today about uh, probably the biggest event in the German political calendar of the last week, which was uh, the election uh, on Saturday of a new leader of the uh, Christian Democrat CDU uh, party. Uh, and the election was won by uh, Armin uh, Laschet. Um, and uh, what we're going to talk about today is um, uh, who, whether Mr. Laschet is likely to be the uh, candidate for the CDU to replace Mrs. Merkel in the elections later this year, um, some of the um, rivals he faces, and um, how some of the other political parties are. Uh, uh, squaring up uh, for the election and how they might react to who they might put forward if it's Mr. Laschet or indeed one of his um, rivals. So, uh, Hendrik, um, to start off, um, first of all, uh, was it a surprise that Laschet won? And um, tell us a little bit about him, because he's not hes not a high-profile figure, certainly uh, outside of Germany. He's not very well known. So, was it, was it a surprise? Um uh not not really to the to the insiders and and you you could see signals especially uh, over the course of the last days and the change of the year that Laschet was uh, rattling up uh, the core support of the CDU apparatchiks who at the end of the day were were electing the leader and 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 in in that regard um i mean that i received a lot of calls and questions. People were really surprised that Friedrich Merz, who certainly was the, um, he got much more media traction, especially on the international stage. And he, and he certainly, certainly he got more attention as well. I mean, as you know, keen outsider and so I mean, on. He'd, he'd been a candidate before, had he? For the he had been a position. candidate before, right? Um, he, to his own surprise, because he he blew it on the on the convention with a, with a bad speech, to say it uh, politely. Um, on, on Saturday, on, this is on no, Saturday. Um, that was that was already on the first on the first okay. trial in Hamburg when he lost to Annegret Kamp Karrenbauer, uh, the, the, oh, okay. um, who was who was at that time pretty much Angela Merkel's uh, destined uh, successor. Yeah. And so with this open race, which had been due to Corona, um, had been postponed uh, for several months. That there was a little bit this slight momentum that Merz might have won it, but nobody really knows if it would have been a physical convention fall of last year. But this time, given, as I said again, that the electorate was high rank apparatchiks of the CDU and uh, Laschet. Is it, this uh, is what sort of local party leaders? Yeah, and, no, it's and, even more. It's members of parliament. It's, it's, okay. it's, 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 a, it's the upper crust. It's 1,001 out of 500,000 members of the CDU. Mm. Oh, and, and this is also one point, and we, and we probably come later to that one in, in, in your questions, is the CDU is clearly the party who wants to hold the chancellery. It's a Kanzlerwahlverein, as we say. And 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 all everybody who was betting on Laschet was betting on 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 a regular on a rule in Germany that they will elect the person who will who will probably uh, you know won't don't no experiments and derive the most votes 
in the election in September, everything else would have been a massive surprise. And so here in this regard, though, there have been a lot of surprises in the last years when, when you look at other countries, but here Germany played to the old policy, political science books. And what was what was Laschet's then? What are his strengths? Why why was he uh, why was he such a strong candidate? And what was the results of the vote in the end? Was it close between the, him the, and the, the vote was actually quite close. I mean, in, in the in the first round, and um, to to all our listeners, I can really really recommend to watch out for that gentleman Norbert Röttgen. He was a, a total outside candidate in the beginning. There, uh, he's he's the head of the foreign uh, policy committee, a member of parliament. He actually, he, he, he made quite a decent run. He appeals to liberal voters, uh, to the female electorate. Um, he ha he, and he played fair, very, very fair. Uh, so many, many people expect him uh, to, to, to become a minister in the next cabinet. I, I certainly would, to all our listeners, put, put a, put, like, try to get a meeting, try to get hold of him. As he also, and he was he, he has been environment minister in the past. He has he? been environment minister under Merkel. Then Merkel mm -hmm. asked him to run for governor, prime minister in North Westphalia. Right. Uh, th there he there he did not succeed to say it politely. And then he wanted to become you know then he wanted to get back to become minister of environment, not on the hard bench of opposition. And Merkel was not too too happy about that. But that's uh, that's history. So, as you mentioned, North Rhine Westphalia or North Rhine Westphalia. In, uh, in English, um, this is also Laschet's uh, home state, and is yeah. it is it is it is it indicative of Germany as a whole? I mean, the way that um, uh, Laschet's success in in North Rhine-Westphalia does, does that then? Can you can you sort of expand that out to yeah, predict? Yeah, I mean, how I, might... that's a that's a very very good point. I mean, uh, all three candidates, as well as other key leaders, uh, uh, healthcare minister Spahn, who grabs international attention, I suppose, from our listeners and uh, the, the leader of the fraction, Mr. Brinkhaus, they are all male Catholics from Northern Westphalia. And I think this is one key point everybody needs to understand that Germany, after 16 years uh, being run by a Protestant, Prussian, Brandenburgian, former Eastern German, Angela Merkel, the, the compass and, the, and uh, will, will move back to where actually, you know, the hotbed and, and, and the center of our republic really lays, back to Northern Westphalia, right. back to the Rhine area, back to clear European, Western German, the old Bundesrepublik uh, trained politicians. That's where the CDU comes from. That's, I mean, 29% of the delegates were from Northern Westphalia. And Laschet is pretty much symbolizing this mm. Rhineish uh, approach. What about what about Mertz then? What 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 was it about him that uh, that, that that sort of um, made him the losing candidate in the end? Well, maybe one one thing before Mertz was um, combining two two movements within the CDU or our society. He he certainly had the the Eastern German CDU behind him um, uh, due to their nature, a much more conservative outlet because they have to fight off the AFD in their local elections. Um, and he had, uh, I would call it the rest of the pro-business CDU, Wirtschaftsrate CDU, Mittelstand, 
predominantly male, you know, 90% male uh, uh, supporters who own businesses and who kind of were a little bit unhappy with 16 years of Angela Merkel, where she, I mean, she did good, very good things for Germany and she was harvesting off strong reforms but i mean she's she certainly is not a pro-business chancellor and mm. and these two these two movements were supporting mr Merz. that did not equal in 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 a win evidently as it as it did, did not uh, when when he was running in 2000 you know in hamburg uh, earlier against kramp karrenbauer and honest, honestly also there was a caricature in that tagesspiegel I mean, he he lost out already in 2002 against Merkel, so it was his third attempt. But this kind of approach is is just is just not the one. Apparently, the CDU sees will succeed to win the chancellorship in Germany, and this is the key key task the candidate has to the, the leader has to, okay. has to has to deliver on. So, so Hendrik, do you do you think it'll be Laschet that gets uh, gets the nomination to be the CDU's candidate? And and when is when when will we get a, a decision on that? When, when um, we expect a decision? The first one, I would say yes. Um, I I would ask everyone. I had a, I had a few friends of mine who, um, who 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 followed my advice and 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 bet a few few euros or pound on on Laschet. They were very happy. They owe me a beer. I will tell them you um, you can, in my view, and in our analysis from Ruth Peters in Berlin, uh, put a put a few of that money also on Laschet. Why why is that? I mean, there's another candidate, uh, Prime Minister Söder, the head of the CSU, the Prime Minister of Bavaria. Mm-hmm. He certainly is more popular, and he probably could overrule uh, Laschet in regard to um, to become maybe maybe the candidate. Um, saying that Laschet has shown in this race that he is uh, has has this classical uh, classical characteristic of many CDU leaders, as Merkel and Helmut Kohl had before, of being permanently underestimated, only mm-hmm. because he um, you know he, he he does not come he, he's not he's not pre- pre- as as sharp and 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 and. And present as maybe uh, President Macron or Mr. Merz doesn't mean you should underestimate him. But coming back to your question, Zuda needs to win, the CSU needs to win Bavaria. That election will be next year. Um, and uh, I follow those experts uh, who say that Zuda will, will first need to win Bavaria and the so Laschet will get the, get, get the, get the grab. Right. Maybe to complete that, um, some 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 were estimating, and I know that especially international media was always writing about that Spahn might become the chancellor candidate. Spahn is the current health minister. He's the current healthcare minister. He's 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 a he's a rising star. I mean, he's forty in Germany. That's still a young political age to a certain point. But he made um, he's connected to the vaccination hiccups, to say politely, and uh, I, I I would rule him. Pretty much out to become the chancellor okay. candidate. So I, I, I say Laschet. It, it will be, it will be Laschet. Very soon. Just, just coming back to uh, to Zerda, Marcus Zerda, uh, for for a moment. So the, the the Bavarian CSU, the sister party of the CDU, they're traditionally much more conservative socially than the the, the CDU, which is the national party in all 
in all parts of Germany apart from Bavaria. Um, that normally makes it difficult for a CSU candidate uh, to 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 become chancellor. Is that is that still as big a factor? That that's actually something. Um, uh... I know that many uh, journalists like to, you know, this, these are the old from Franz Josef Strauss and, and certainly in the 90s and early 2000s was the case. I would not underestimate how much the CSU, given also to the vast um, growth and improvement and the mod modernity in Bavaria. I mean, when you go to Munich, how, 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 how quickly, especially Söder, who, had, who has seen that that there that there lays the future of the csu how, how much they have developed um the csu is much more keen and is copying there also the line from uh, uh, chancellor kurz in austria to be very eco-friendly um ah, they're, okay. they're, yeah. they're they're very uh uh when, when you look at uh, when you look at uh bio um, environmental rights and so on i mean they're there they have they have an astonishing modern approach okay. these are social the CSU is also much more workers friendly social much more a party collecting the whole population of bavaria certainly in a, in in one of one of the last two resorts when you look at uh, abortion and to a certain part uh, also uh, same-sex marriage, you might find in the CSU a few conservative outlets and people uh, who, who, who you really have to look. Mm -hmm. But the conservative wing of the, of, of the CSU has, has clearly moved to the east of Germany. Right. However, yeah. and, and this also um, indicating from your question, um, can a Bavarian become chancellor? It still would be, it still would be something uh, unusual. It still would right. be something where obviously um, the media uh, establishment sitting in other outlets of our country would, would at some point try to make this old, you know, traditional Edmund Stoiber versus uh, Gerd Schröder, Franz Josef Strauss versus, versus Helmut Schmidt uh, uh, antiques okay. up. So, so you said Zerd, Zerd, but Zerda's priority really should be to, to, to win back Bavaria big for the CSU, CSU next year. So if it is Laschet as the CDU's candidate, if, if Mr. Laschet is the CDU's candidate, um, uh, the polls would suggest the CDU will be the biggest party. Um, uh, what about uh, coalition partners? I think we're all, uh, there's much talk about the coalition partner being the Greens. How do you think, uh, is that likely? And, and uh, who, 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 who will the Greens leaders be? I, because I think, again, they're not very well known outside of Germany. Yeah, I mean, extremely good question. I mean, this, this overall project, uh, which, um, as some would say, Already Merkel was planning back in 2017, and then the then the liberals went out uh, 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 um, uh, and in the last resort, and Merkel was forced again in a grand coalition. We will, by a certainty of also in our estimation, 90%. I know that some 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 people like these kind of percentages uh, become a CDU Green government, maybe with a third partner, which would the liberals are offering themselves. SPD could also be possible. But this overall project of a, of a uh, as we would say in Germany, a bürgerliche black-green government um, clearly has taken its first uh, milestone with, with Laschet being elected. Laschet 
Laschet, Laschet, though he is governing with the liberals in North Westphalia, is 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 a symbol for that one. He's 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 is in his mind. He's a liberal. Uh, guy himself, he, he will have no problem to call to to do a coalition with the Greens. So this project is underway, and it and it will certainly happen. Who will be the Green leader? Um, Mrs. Baerbock and Mr. Habeck. These are the two uh, the co-leaders of the of the Green Party. Both both are talented in different areas. Both both clearly want to grab um, to become the candidates. They need to be the candidates because the Greens are now the second largest party. And they really have. Um, what sort have, of numbers are they getting? Uh, they they are they, they are in the, around in the twenties. Um, while the CDU currently has 37 percent. These are, by the way, Merkel thirty seven thirty eight percent. Laschet yeah. has to show that he is here that he will not be that this will also be a Laschet thirty eight percent. Yeah, and not, do you think he a, will? Do you think is that possible? Do you think he'll keep that? That will numbers? be not easy for him because no, right no. now in the polls he's not running too well. But I mean he hasn't shown his program, and he hasn't shown his his team so far. Yeah. But um, so I would we we see right now I, I see a momentum um, uh, for for Mr. Habeck to to run against Laschet because. Uh, Though, though we know that Mrs. Baerbock wants to become the candidate and that Baerbock uh, uh, has, has the party machine behind her, Habeck is a much more modern, much more well-liked. Uh, he's a TV star. He, uh, he, he's, 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 he's loved by the masses and might derive then against uh, Laschet more, more percentages. So I would say I, at this point, we, I would clearly say there will be a Laschet um, Habeck, and then obviously you have the last, the, the SPD, who, who already has a candidate with Vice Chancellor uh, Scholz. And how do you think they will do, um, Hendrik? They, they won't do good, unfortunately. No. And um, um, all their dreams, all their plans, in, in our assessment, in my assessment, have been have been pretty much uh, uh, gone gone down. They, they were they they were clearly. Uh, uh, planning on a Merz win, so they could have done the, as we say in Germany, the good old Lagerwahlkampf, you know, a, a business-friendly, conservative candidate in the CDU side. They would, they would have campaigned, say, exactly. saying that, that, exactly. that you've got a pro-business, uh, exactly. Exactly. Right, right wing or, or, or pro-business, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Laschet La- 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 is continuing uh, Angela Merkel's uh, uh, long strategy of moving the CDU into the middle. Um, he himself, as well as, as Angela Merkel, is pretty much a social conservative social democrat with a CDU party book, as some would, some would say. That doesn't give a lot of room to maneuver for Mr. Scholz, who, who, yeah. who, the, who the population, they trust him. Um, he, he certainly knows how to govern, but the SPD, in, in this clash of titans between the Greens and the CDU, they're just, the, the, the brand is just right now uh, and, and the subjects they are asking, social equality and so on, they're, they're just not the things the electorate yeah. wants, to, wants to hear. So I see them at 15 to 18 percent. OK, um, the, uh, the podcast is called From Brussels to Berlin. So let's maybe focus on the Brussels angle. Um, when Laschet was uh, elected on Saturday, um, there was some critical coverage um, in the international media, some concern that he's been a bit soft on Putin, 
question mark about what his stance is on um, China, uh, because of course Angela Merkel recently negotiated or secured this investment agreement, which has not gone down. Um, which has been quite criticised in in Brussels as well. What kind of European policy can we expect if Laschet becomes Chancellor this year? That's an excellent question. And uh, to our listeners, I would... uh, Interestingly, there was an article in the uh, liberal Süddeutsche Zeitung today uh, actually outlining exactly this this, this question. To all our listeners, especially in Brussels, the good news is Laschet is a keen... Mm -hmm. European in all his heart. He's from Aachen. He used to be a member of the European Parliament. He is the, and this is why some have already depicted him as Achim Kohl, he will be in the clear uh, continuation of Germany's approach of being extremely pro-European, using the institutions of the European Union. He, he, he won't ask for uh, prime ministers and chancellors and presidents to, to spin off a a, 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 a kind of movement or initiatives. He, he clearly is a European in that regard. So that's a good news. Um, what about Putin? Yes, that's, that has been an ongoing um, issue with his uh, statements. But... Of um, Laschet. About Laschet, Laschet, yeah. yeah. And then, there, and then when, when you look at his publicized uh, statements uh, back in Crimea or when the uh, with the Navalny case connecting Navalny to Nord Stream 2, he's denying that. Uh, um, you can pretty much, when you look at his foreign policy, which is obviously quite small, I mean, given that he's a prime minister only of a state, I mean, he, yeah. he really has to make an, a foreign policy. Uh, uh, um, th- this is something which very really has to grow into. But um, he very much likely will be in the tradition of other German leaders from uh, also SPD, when you look at Gerd Schröder back when he was chancellor and before that prime minister, uh, or when you look at the current prime minister of uh, Mecklenburg-Vorpommern, Mr. Schwesig, who was, uh, in my view, the upcoming rising star within the SPD and, and a person to, to have on your note, uh, notepads uh, to watch out for, um, who want to have a... Um, I would say a, a more cordial relation to Russia. I mean, this I know that this in Brussels, in the Brussels bubble, and to some listeners, especially also maybe from the UK, sounds always um, uh, difficult. But uh, uh, there is there's a there's a it's a keen group in German politicians uh, among the CDU and SPD, and Laschet belongs to them, who are actually more interested into good relations to or kind of kind of a good relation to Russia in that regard that we. That, that you are on, on conversation terms. With uh, China, yeah, um, gonna, last yeah. but not least, that mm. will be also very interesting because um, Merkel clearly was the world, Western world's pro-China uh, 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 leader. She, she, it was her, was her push to spin off, spin off this uh, EU-China deal. Laschet will be to a certain point um, he he is in that tra- tradition uh, when you look at the great uh, Silk Road project that ends in Duisburg in his home state and it's, it's very right. important for, for his for, for, for industry so he sees the benefits um, however and, and that you can also say um, about the Russia relations when he has when he will have the Greens as a coalition partner mm. and very much likely also foreign minister mm. he already has a controlling 
element in his next coalition, which will be make his life very painful because as well with China, as especially with Russia, they are extremely critical. Yeah. Okay. Great. Hendrik, that's a, a magnificent uh, tour de force, uh, tour d'horizon, as the French say, around uh, the German political scene. Um, it's not the end of the story, far from it. It's going to be a very uh, a very busy year, Superwahljahr uh, in Germany. And uh, maybe there's a couple of, uh, there's some regional elections coming out. We just maybe just want to flag up to us quickly before we... Yeah, go. yeah. I mean, watch very much out for the next milestone, the next, uh, uh, which will be on March the 14th. It will be the state elections in Baden-Württemberg and Rhineland-Palatine. And it's not because both states pro produce excellent wines, but it's especially when you look at Baden-Württemberg, that there, um, it's the they the, the, the only state being governed by a green prime minister. Um, they he has won uh, two consecutive terms, and it will be very very important. It will be like a lachmus test in regard to see how how strong are the greens really. Um, in that regard, they will they will afterwards clearly and will need to decide who will be their leader. And the same, I mean, obviously counts also for the CDU. Can they spin off surprise? victories so i will invite everyone for our next updates which we will send and on linkedin and maybe we both also have the the final opportunity for for, for to continue this excellent format uh latest um after march the 14th great well okay thanks very much hendrik and uh thanks for our listeners and uh, we will indeed uh, be back with um, uh, more analysis and discussion of the evolving German political landscape in this Superwahljahr. Thanks everyone for listening and goodbye. Dankeschön. Thank you. Bye-bye.